This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From former A's outfielder... Here comes Katze! Here comes the relay! The slide! He's in there! Inside the park! Home run! Mark Katze! To A's manager, it's time for the Manager Show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Kotze Show, brought to you by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Check out their locations in the Bay Area, or you go to nestbedding.com for your bed, your mattress, your pillows, all your bedding needs. You go to nestbedding.com. Mark Kotze, how are you there in Canada? Oh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great day. It's a new day. Um, as you can see, the Canadian flags in the background. Yeah. And, uh, They've made some changes to the ballpark, which we've uh, gone out and looked at, and um, we've got early hitting starting here in about two minutes. So all is well. Now, when you think about the changes, it was already a place to hit home runs. I know they brought the fences in. Just how different is it there at Rogers Center? Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, obviously, uh, first game tonight uh, in this new kind of venue, even though it's the old venue. Um you know, so I know that they've changed, made changes aesthetically to uh, to the bullpen, um, obviously to the outfield, um, the bleachers behind the fence. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I, I would assume the ball is going to carry the same, which, uh, if, you know, the fence is being brought in, would probably play a little bit more to the offensive side. Yeah, well, the one good thing going into this series, no question for your ball club, is the fact that, man, your pitching has completely changed what have you seen from your starters to your bullpen? You're getting far better efforts from your pitching staff. Yeah, we really are, you know, and uh, it's unfortunate these last uh, six, seven, eight games, you know, we haven't been able to capitalize and, and win uh, during this during this stretch. The pitching has really given us an opportunity, um, you know, and, you know, from the starting, you know, five that have gone out there, uh, you know, getting it deeper into games. You know, we've used the opener a few times, which – you know, Medina and Harris have both benefited from, um, you know, and, and really um, the conversation comes down to offensively, you know, doing more to add on during during the course of the game. And, and you know, we've lost what would we lose five consecutive six run or one run games. And uh, and really in those games, you know, you you look at the mistakes that we've made, um, you know, the opportunities that we've left out there. Um, really, it could be a, a completely different uh, outcome. Uh, if we start really you know, taking care of the small details. How frustrating is that to go from winning seven in a row to now the losing streak you're on? It's the highs and lows seem to be so dramatic. <laughs> they have been. Um, but, you know, Tony, the, the thing that we continue to focus on is where we've come from. Uh, you know, April was was just a really, really, really bad month. Um, you know, May, we, we got one game better. 
Um, you know, June, we got off, like you said, to a great start. We, we won seven consecutive games. So, um, you know, it's in there, um, you know, but the consistency is really what, we're, what we need from, from the offense. And, um, you know, I think that would allow us, uh, you know, it, it's, it's tough when, when the bullpen comes in and, and they're trying to secure a one-run lead. Um, you know, the majority of the time, you know, it would be nicer to, to give them some cushion to allow them to make a mistake where it doesn't penalize us and cost us games. But um, it has been a, a season of ups and downs. And, uh, you know, but again, we, we, we still have that message of uh, time is our ally to change the narrative. Well, you change the narrative with the staff and you got to give Scott Emerson a lot of credit. And let's just go through some of the guys. I mean, with the last two outings you've seen from J.P. Sears, both times he's gone seven innings. You've allowed him to stay out there. You've allowed him to go over 100 pitches. Talk about the confidence you're gaining with this left-hander. Yeah, you know, for J.P., um, again, you know, you look at where he was at the end of last season, uh, coming into spring training, you know, the expectation level was was still that he would be in the rotation. And, uh, you know, April was a tough month for him. He got beat up pretty well. Um, you know, he, he had to make changes to, um, you know, how he pitches at this level. Um, he was a, a big carry guy, uh, forcing guy at the top of the zone, and he was giving up, you know, quite a few home runs early on. And we've kind of uh, brought something into his, into his game where he's now more uh, lower third. He understands the importance of, of spotting a fastball down and away and what it can do for him and the power of the changeup. And, you know, Scott Emerson's been a component of the changeup for – a long, long time in this organization. He believes in it. He teaches it. Um, we got away from it a little bit, and maybe in development side in the minor leagues. Um, and you know, we're we're going back to it. And I think you're seeing the success of it, especially with JP. What is the main change in James Caprellian from all the time you have known him, and especially the last two times that he's gone down back down to Las Vegas to where he is today? Well, I think, Tony, you know, you can look at uh, execution, pitch execution, game plan. You know, uh, the slider definitely does get more swing and miss right now. Um, you know, the fastball doesn't have the velocity that it had. So now he's focusing more on execution. And, and, and I think he's finding out that you can still pitch in this league at 91 to 93 uh, if you don't leave, you know, the fastball uh, on the thirds. If you can, if you can paint on the edges and, and mix your change up in as well. Uh, that there's success there. And, uh, I mean, nobody better than to, to look at than, than a guy like Kyle Hendricks with, with the Cubs. He pitches at 86 to 88, and yet he goes out and posts. I think he had, at one point this season, 23 scoreless innings. So, really, the execution and the change of speeds, I think, for James is, is a bit of importance and, and a bit of uh, growth in that area. Yeah, I mean, focusing on the pitching, because really the pitching has been good, and I think of a, a guy like Medina – when I watch him and I see it's a it's a God-given ability to throw the baseball, he does, and he's very athletic. So it's like it's almost like I don't worry so much about the numbers because I look at what he's got, and he's got the potential to be something special. He's another one that, you know, in the second half, I'm really curious to see how he turns it around. Yeah, you know, going into the second half, I mean, we do have to take notice that none, none of these guys that we've just mentioned, um, we haven't even mentioned Hogan Harris, who's who's been exceptional yeah. as well since he's returned. But for Harris, for Medina, for Sears, even Waldachuk in his role, I mean, they haven't experienced a, a season uh, at the major league level and the grind that, that's coming that's ahead of them in August and in September when they're going to, you know, reach uncharted waters for them. that They, they haven't thrown 150 innings uh, at any point in their career. So, 
managing that workload um, is one one thing that we're going to keep, stay focused on. But also, you know, continuing to try to set these guys up for success. You know, Medina, you know, the, the last outing for Medina was was great. Um, you know, we brought him in behind, um, you know, Waldachuk, and and that combination gave us basically six full innings of, of one run baseball. And uh, you know, I think that that we're doing things creatively, which you know we we had to. Um, based on the success that we weren't having and, uh, and getting these guys into these right roles and these right situations to, uh, to build confidence, really, going into the second half. I know, a lot of, I know a lot of people are frustrated with the offense right now, but I want to highlight one guy that has really turned it around, and I think it's good for the clubhouse. It's good for everybody. Talk about what you've seen with Tony Kemp. Yeah, you know, TK, you know, it's no secret what he's gone through this season. You know, I think he felt the full load of expectations put on him uh, coming out of the gate. And, uh, you know, it, it just didn't go well. Um, you know, and it's not for a lack of work. Everyone knows that or lack of desire. Um, you know, it's almost to the point where he was trying just too hard. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't bury his head. He didn't pout. Uh, he came in as a pro. He worked every day, waited for that opportunity. Um, you know, we found the right time to put him back into the lineup um, and, and, you know, give him the best chance for success. And, and he's taken to it. And, and it's no, you know, no secret that we needed that from TK. And uh, it's great to, to have him back in this lineup. And actually tonight against uh, one of his former teammates, Chris Bassett, he'll be uh, he'll be leading off. Yeah, that's something over the weekend. You're going to see uh, a couple XAs. How's that going to be? Of course, Matt Chapman over at third base. It's always fun to see these guys, you know, they grew up in this organization. Um, you know, Chris Bassett, if you want to look at an example for our young starters, came a long way. Um, you know, I think from 2016 to, to where he got in 2020 with us. And, you know, that that's that's something to look forward to. And, uh, you know, we'll go up against him tonight. Uh, it'll be great to, to watch him compete. He's the ultimate competitor. And uh, we're going to try to do some things to him tonight to uh, to disrupt that rhythm and, and uh, get him out of his game. Now, we've talked before, and Tony Kemp was one of the guys we talked about when, when, when you look at veteran guys starting to struggle and, and then have a long struggle. How about young guys? How about a guy like Langoliers? What do you do for a young player? You remember what it was like to be a young player. We've talked about it. What do you try and do for the young players to get them going again? Yeah, you know, um, in, in his particular situation, it's – it's, uh, you know, just working through these struggles and trying to keep him confident and understanding, you know, on my end that he's got my support, that, that we're here, we're going to keep working, um, you know, to make these necessary adjustments to, to bring more success offensively. I think on the defensive side, this kid's grown up so much. Uh, the game planning's better, the pitch calling's better, the sequencing's better, um, you know, so we've seen the growth on the defensive side and and this is the toughest position in the big leagues to really come up here and, and have immediate impact, immediate success. And, um, you know, for, for Shea, it's just it's going to continue to be a grind for him uh, to make these adjustments and uh, offensively, you know, get get to where we believe he can get and, and where he wants to be. You know, he's never really struggled this point uh, at any at any length of time in his career. And, and he's going through it right now. So the message is, hey, we're going to stick with you. We're going to grind with you and, and we're going to keep working. You know, it's always that easier said than done. It's easy for us, you know, after a game to go, you know what, if you're not hitting, still just concentrate on your defense. It's about still playing defense. I just – it seems like it's easy to say how hard is that when you are struggling to say, yes, I still need to concentrate on my defense, even though you just – the weight of the world feels like it's on your shoulders when you're not hitting. 
Yeah, no, it does, you know, and I think, you know, we're, we're trying to give him, um, you know, the best chances to, to have success. And, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a competitor. And so at, at any point, you know, I think the mindset for him is, um, you know, you come to this field every day knowing there's new opportunity um, and you're going to get a new chance to, to go out and have success. And, you know, I think he has the right mentality uh, to, to get through this. And, and, you know, I get that it's difficult when you're struggling offensively to, to really hone in um, sometimes, but I don't see that from Shea at all. You know, when I think about hitting with runners in scoring position, it's almost like surfing, right? There's at some point here comes some here comes a set of great waves, and then they kind of disappear, and then here comes a set again. It's never really consistency, uh, or I should say, consistent throughout a season. How how's that something you work on? How do you get better at it? How do you turn around hitting with runners in scoring position? Yeah, I think you know, as a group, they they're working on their you know, mindset. And it's, it's really a, a fighting type of mindset that you have to make a commitment to, um, you know, not, not thinking about hitting a homer, just thinking about putting the ball in play and, and taking the right approach uh, for each at bat. We talk a lot about approach, you know, it changes, it can change pitch to pitch in the at bat. If, you know, you got a, a kid like Ruiz on first base and now he's on second with nobody out, if Noda's behind him, now the, the, the goal is to get him to third base. And sometimes he gets to third base on his own. And now the whole at-bat changes that I got to get him in. And, you know, those those type of uh, situations for young players slowing the game down and understanding that, you know, hey, pitch to pitch, we've got to change our approach. We've got to change what we're looking for. So we're going to continue that message. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for these guys, um, you know, collectively is, is, is just seeing that competitive uh, mindset and that competitive approach uh, in, in the right way uh, to be successful with these runners in scoring position. Well, I keep saying it. I think it's good for the young players to see great competition. You got the Blue Jays. Then you're going to come home, have the day off on Monday, and then you got the New York Yankees. So the next time we'll talk to you will be next Friday against the Chicago White Sox. But let's just end on this. When you look at for young players, seeing good teams, what does that mean for them to play against them, to watch them, and to learn from them? Yeah, I think it's, it's a great opportunity for us. Uh, you know, we, we went through the Braves. We went through the Pirates and the Brewers um, at a time when both those teams were, were contending for first place in the Central Division. Um, we know we can compete. We, we have to do things. And again, I, I send this message constantly is, is taking care of the details and the fundamentals and not giving away outs on bases and not giving away the outs, you know, when, when we're on defense, um, you know, to compete against these really good teams, the margin of errors is minimal. And, uh, we understand that we've got to go out and play a good baseball game. And, uh, and I think that we can still have this opportunity to, to win games, uh, against the elite teams. And, and, you know, you watch, uh, these teams, and their approaches and, and how they handle, you know, hitting with runners in scoring position and moving runners over and then the small details to the game. And, and there's no question that, you know, in watching that, uh, you know, we can learn from it. Um, but we also know that we can compete with these guys. Well, keep grinding. Enjoy Canada. And next thing you know, we'll be back home taking on the New York Yankees at the Coliseum. Be well. And we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. It's the Mark Kotze Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Check out their locations in the Bay Area for your mattress, for your pillows, your sheets, all your bedding needs. You go to one of their stores or go to nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com, the proud sponsor of the Mark Kotze Show. 
This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.